Hi, we're Mel and Missy, respectfully a clinical mental health therapist and fear fighter life coach. But it goes beyond that. We are representatives of you. Trash It is a brand that helps women focus on their next level of freedom by getting rid of the emotional garbage in their lives, whether it's toxic relationships, thought patterns, stigmas, etc. We represent mothers and single mothers, daughters, wives, and divorcees, business professionals, entrepreneurs, and even Christians and ministers of the gospel. We're, We're trashing, trashing it all. really really special guest who is um joining us and we're going to give her a chance in a moment to introduce herself um but we are super excited to to have her and just to make sure that you know trash it is of course um where we're using our voices to get rid of the barriers to get rid of the stigmas that that are that the, the stigmas of being a woman so basically we're taking out the trash that's what Absolutely. we do on the podcast that's what we do with the brand Absolutely. and so um we definitely want to go ahead and get into things so today we have with us miss um miss radisha and so we're going to give her a chance to introduce herself um and then we're kind of we're going to kind of get into some things today y'all so radisha go ahead and introduce yourself Hello, everybody. I am Radisha Swope. Uh, I am a fitness coach and I am basically self-taught. I started my fitness journey about four and a half years ago. And currently I am actually studying for my certified personal trainer certificate as well as nutritionist and group fitness coach. But I am already training in person one-on-one uh, -on -one training. I also give group classes for cardio. Um, I recently started a river river run classes, which is like cardio work um, down at the riverfront on the stairs in Evansville. And right now I'm here with these beautiful ladies uh, on Trashed It. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. So excited. So usually this is the part of the show where um, we start out with, I don't have an opinion. I'm just saying, cause you know, some things we don't really have an opinion on. We're okay. just saying. So Missy, you have anything that you don't have an opinion about. You're just saying. <laughs> Absolutely. I do not have an opinion, but I'm just saying, and my earrings are going to say it all. We know what was passed on the 24th of June. Male knows how passionate I am about it. Just as a woman, I'm trying, just as a woman, excuse me, and I, you will hear me keep saying this, I am trying to feed a baby from my breast and save my uterus at the same time. So until <laughs> changes are made, I will be wearing these earrings to represent my body and women's bodies everywhere. Thank you. It's it's Missy for the vag. If you did, right. it's <laughs> Missy for the vag. So we definitely want to go ahead and get into this topic. So you, you, Radisha said that you have been on this fitness journey for four and a half years. Mm -hmm. Correct. So I remember, so for those that didn't know, Radisha used to be my hairstylist when mm -hmm. we first moved to Indiana. 
And it was for me, love at first sight, but my <laughs> hair, right? And I have been, you know, trying to figure it out ever since. Um, but I remember when I first, when we first started seeing you post just kind of, just little tidbits about, mm-hmm. about working out, right? Right. And because, you know, you've always been smaller. So to mm-hmm. me, like, man, Radisha, get out of here with this. Like, <laughs> you're, you're already doing it. You're already toned. And there was one day you posted a picture and, and you, you posted a before and after. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about just, I think, maybe some health challenges you had. I think that may have led you to, to your journey. So can we, can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there were, were several things, but right before I turned 40, I I was sort of depressed about turning 40, first of all, because 30 wasn't so bad, but then like 40 felt like super grown, dang near old, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't really like that number. And, um, just I looked in the mirror at myself and I, I literally I was like 39 and I was like uh-uh this is not it no and yes you're right I, I'm a naturally smaller person but it wasn't a cute small it wasn't toned gravity was starting to take over I was like skinny but not in a cute way I had like skinny with a little with a pot belly I, it just wasn't cute to me I'm just being honest mm-hmm. I wasn't comfortable in my skin And simultaneously, I was going through a very difficult time in my life at the time. I was um, basically I was severely depressed. So so severe depression coupled with I didn't physically like the way I looked coupled with I'm about to turn 40. It just felt like a lot. And it was time for me to make a change. And I thought back to when I used to feel good all the time. And I was an athlete, you know, in my youth. And I decided you know, I always felt good when I worked out, when I ran, when I did all those things, when I was active and I decided right then to become physically active. And that's when my fitness journey started. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, I, And I think a lot of people wouldn't know that because I think we make this assumption, mm-hmm. um, make this assumption. And oh, oh yeah. You know what? Y'all, we didn't say what we were trashing today. We're, we're, <laughs> we're yeah, trashing. Yeah, like we are trashing this stigma that you cannot lose weight after a certain age, that you can't mm-hmm. lose weight after having babies, um, that, that is never, like really is never too late, right? Exactly. Um, so just throwing it out there. But I think a lot of times um, we see someone like you mm-hmm. and... You never, I, I never would have assumed that you would think that your small is is unattractive or not cute. Mm-hmm. From the outside looking in, it's like, man, if I could have that body right mm-hmm. there, you know. So I think it just go, it really goes to show, you know. And Missy, you could jump in, but mm-hmm. really just goes to show that you just, you never know what a person is inwardly dealing with. Absolutely. Um, and that no matter what we see, if the person doesn't see themselves in like a positive light, the size doesn't even matter. Yes, that that's 
I, I totally agree with that. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, Melissa, but I was just going to say one, one thing's for sure. I only compare myself to myself. Mm. So I'm, I'm not comparing myself to any other woman. I'm comparing myself to the best Radisha, which that's what every woman should do. Right. Oh, Nobody should compare themselves to other people because we are all so different, especially mm-hmm. physically. Um, and I'm not going to have Kim Kardashian shape, you know, cause I'm <laughs> tall and I'm athletically built. I'm not curvy or Coke bottle shape. So I have to take what God gave me, which is a tall, slimmer athletic build and make that the best it can be. So I'm only comparing myself probably to, you know, 25 year old Radisha, not to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and that is so good. First of all, just the transparency and the honesty behind <clears throat> the journey, you know, that's that what has started your journey, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And you know what, the one question I want to know, because of course I'm older than both of you ladies. So I'm in my fifties. And so this, of course, definitely is not the body that I had 30 something years ago. Right. And you're like, oh gosh, this is not cute. Or is it attractive or even is it healthy at that point? So the question I have for you is how much of a mindset shift was it for you to change? I think it's easier for us to see us in that form and to say it, but mm-hmm. to do it is probably the hardest part. Yes, I'm so glad you asked me that because honestly, that is key. Um, a lot of people, when they ask me about like working out, where should I start? Honestly, you have to start mentally. It has mm-hmm. to be a mental commitment. It's no different than if you started a relationship with somebody and you started dating them. You know, it's not about you anymore. It's about both of you. And when you commit to changing your body physically, it's it's a mental commitment first because you're not going to feel like getting up every day or working out or whatever time you work out. You're not going to feel like it every day. And that's a bit a big mix, misconception that I think people see fit people or people that work out. And they think we wake up every day and we're like, oh my God, it's Wednesday. I just can't wait to run five miles today because my life is perfect and I feel great. Like, no, like everybody gets out of the bed the same, like, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to get up. You know, I don't want to do it, but you do it anyway. So it's definitely a mental commitment. On top of that, um, I wanted to say too, I went up a flight of stairs when I was 39 years old and I huffed and I puffed. Girl, I dang near blew the house down and I probably went up 10 steps. And I said, "Uh uh-uh, this is not it either. So that was a big part of it too. I did not feel healthy. My heart was not healthy. I knew my cardio was off. Mm -hmm. All of those things, you know, I was like, I'm not taking this into 40. Bottom line, (laughs) changing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. What has been the biggest hurdle for you? Um, I would say nutrition, probably. Um, the, The fitness part, I'm gonna be honest. Um, you know, I was an athlete back in the day. So once I got back into it, it was hard at first. Once I got back into it, I actually enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy, you know, um, challenging my body physically. But the first, I'd say the first two years I spent time at the gym, but my diet wasn't the best. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best. So about two years in, you know, I look at myself and, and I'm feeling much better. I'm not as tired, any of that. I'm looking a lot better. But I still have goals I want to reach physically. And I'm like, man, what, what is the deal here? I can't, you know, I can't get my stomach quite the way I want to. I can't, you know, get this part quite the way I want to. 
And I realized, you know, it was nutrition. And so it was just trial and error for me. So now for me, anybody else, I'm like pushing the nutrition immediately. I'm now a vegetarian um, as of the first of the year, but I didn't eat red meat for three years. I just ate, you know, fish, chicken, and turkey. And then after that, I phased out the meat totally. I'm now a vegetarian. I don't push anyone else to be a vegetarian, but what I'm saying is my body as a vegetarian, I, I'm starting to really love it. I'm starting to love the way I feel more than anything. Mm-hmm. But that, but changing my nutrition definitely helped me reach my physical goals a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I want to shift just a bit because mm-hmm. I know there are many women out there who, like me, mm-hmm. looked at you and thought, okay, girl, I see you on this weight loss journey, but child, I got three kids, two C-sections. Mm-hmm. Uh, miscarriages, um, child that died, like this body right here mm-hmm. is not about to be, it's not, she's not about to, she's not about to have a flat stomach ever again, unless she <laughs> has plastic surgery. So for those, look, so for, so for those of us moms out here who say, well, I have kids and mm-hmm. I, and, and, and after kids, you know, it's not possible for me to have my shape back the way mm-hmm. I initially had it. Mm-hmm. But what do you say to counteract those like me that would show up to your class and have every reason under the sun <laughs> to, you know, I have every excuse under the sun. All the excuses. Well, mm-hmm. that is, that can be a complicated question. Um, I do want to say I am a mother. I carried, uh, I had, I had two children biologically. I have four altogether. I had two mm-hmm. biologically. I lost my second son. Um, I lost my second son at five months pregnant, almost six months. Mm. So my body was stretched out twice. And Mm. then I did have a, um, I had a fibroid surgery in 2020. Uh, That stretched me out too. So my body's been through it too. Um, However, all of us are built so differently. Some people have more elasticity in their skin than others. So some people will have babies, as we all know, and, you know, you know, people with four or five kids and they look like they had zero. And then you might know a woman that had one or two kids and her stomach might be stretched out. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it is just the skin, the elasticity in it. Um, Plastic surgery to me is just a personal choice. But I will say if you actually have stress stretched out skin, especially in your the belly fat area, you know, where a lot of us we have that pooch. Um, Mm -hmm. If you really have that elongated stretched out skin which you know we call a fupa like Mm -hmm. in slang um and the the proper word is paniculus so if you have that a lot of times the only thing that will take care of that is like a tummy tuck i've been trying to tell tell my husband that this makes sense but okay (laughs) i i digress i (laughs) But it doesn't mean, and look, it doesn't mean don't work out because you don't work out. <laughs> but if it's actually a skin issue, and I've told people that they have asked me, you know, well, can I, can I fix this skin? You know, I have this skin working exercise is only going to do so much for skin. It's not mm-hmm. going to draw skin back in. So that is something women have to, you know, consider when mm-hmm. they're going forward on the workout journey, like you can get your body in order, but that extra skin, it may not go away. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. 
So, all right, I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm going to say, well, Radisha said. <laughs> Radisha did not say, everybody go get a tummy tuck. <laughs> I am not, look, consult your physician. Don't just go making tummy tuck appointments now. Consult the physician. I did not say that. <laughs> oh, so, all right. So I think, um, Missy, did you have? any you know I do and so of course going back to the weight part of it this Mm -hmm. journey of course we literally just came out of a hiatus if you will I don't Mm -hmm. even want to say pandemic anymore because honey it has not left so the two-year hiatus I think that we all took of course comfort food became more of a um of a nutrition, if you will, I can't speak for everyone else, but for me, you know, of course, at that time I was working from home. So I was at home 24 seven, then yeah. life happened. Um, so that made my intake of food that was not so healthy for me. It increased more. How do you think, especially as a nutrition coach and now moving into the personal fitness trainer coaching, how do the two go hand in hand during that time? And that might sound like a very maybe generic question, but I'm realizing, of course, that there's a lot of emotional attachment that we have to food. Mm-hmm. And for myself, like I know when I'm, you know, there was a situation that came up, Mel and I were talking and I laid in bed and ate a bag of sour cream and onion lays potato chips because that get, brought me comfort. It mm-hmm. made me feel good right then and there. But about 30 minutes later, I'm like, really, did I need to eat that whole bag, that family size bag? But I was in my feelings. Right, right. (laughs) Of course. Um, Now you make a great point. Um, Most, I'd say most of us, and um, I'm not actually using research with this statement, but I just think as Americans in general, we are not raised to eat right. We are raised to eat for taste. Mm -hmm. We are not raised to eat, to fuel and heal our bodies. So this is just a matter of completely changing everything that you've been taught, that's been put in your mouth since you were old enough to chew. Mm -hmm. You know, we are put food, as soon as we're old enough to chew, our parents are giving us, um, you know, things that are bad for us that are uh, sugar filled, sugar filled, mm-hmm. and um, white flour filled, and uh, sodium filled, delicious. But all of the things that once we hit a certain age, now we have high blood pressure, and mm-hmm. we have, you know, we're overweight, and we have all of these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's honestly a matter of saying, okay, this is what I've been taught, and now I'm going to change my palate. It won't happen overnight, but it's a matter of just being open to change your palate. Um, Healthy food does not mean it has to be nasty. It can be flavored, but everything doesn't need a bag of salt and sugar on it. Um, You know, and especially, you know, honestly, as black people, we're raised on soul food. Soul Mm -hmm. food tastes delicious. Usually it's extremely unhealthy and it's just because of the way we make it. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of saying, um, you can eat these things, but not in the amounts that we are normally consuming them. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I'm a person who loves sugar. And Melissa, I could sit up and eat a whole pa- pack of Oreos right now for breakfast. If some, you know, but it's just discipline has taught me not to do that. And mm-hmm. I don't tend to keep those things in my house. In the house, exactly. If they're there. 
I can't easily access them, but it's not to say I never eat anything bad for me. It's just not like I used to. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know what's and not cutting you off, uh, Risha, mm-hmm. it just hit me when you were talking about the soap food this week, I saw a meme on Facebook and it was mm-hmm. a picture, a plate of greens, macaroni and cheese, sweet potatoes and fried chicken. And the caption was, and we always say for the nourishment of our bodies. Girl, oh, and for oh, me personally, wow, that hit me. I'm like, yeah. oh man, mm-hmm. yeah, like, oh, Father God, we thank you for this food. Please let <laughs> let it bless me yes. for the nourishment of my body. Of my and body. that is so high blood pressure and diabetes. Oh, all, right. all, all day, all yeah. day. Yeah, dang, dang, dang. That's crazy. Yeah, I haven't seen that meme. I look forward to seeing it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I better so, not. That though being a vegetarian, I'll probably get talked about bad because <laughs> people don't like vegetarians, so you know. <laughs> so, so okay, I want to go back to what you just said because that whole nutrition thing mm-hmm. it, that's major. And I know mm-hmm. on on a previous um a previous podcast episode, I was mm-hmm. talking about you know, just kind of like my health journey and all the things. Um and how I ended up just recently, well, earlier this year, going to a holistic um, nutrition program. And one of the things I learned was that there was a lot of um, just just like toxic things that your body just kind of builds up over, over the years. Mm-hmm. And so when they were telling me my metabolic age versus my, my real age, my physical age, mm-hmm. it was, it was devastating. It was absolutely devastating. And then they talked about, um, about the foods that my body needed versus yeah. just kind of like just eating to eat, or even it was certain things say like broccoli, right. Mm-hmm. I needed to lay off of for, for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. because they were able to see that the, the, the um, nutrients and the the type veggies and proteins my body liked versus what it didn't like 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 eggs I needed to stay away from eggs for a while so it's just been this year um that I've learned to eat for my health versus just eating for things that taste good right like now I eat to to nourish my body Mm-hmm. Get my body fuel. Okay, now yeah. I don't do this all the time. Let me let me clarify. <laughs> I try daily yeah. to do that. Um, so so yeah, I think um that is man, you make a really good, really good point there. Really good point. So as we as we get ready to wrap up, and I really feel like we're gonna have to come back and do some more because honestly, I'm over here just kind of wanting to take notes and things. <laughs> Um, but what are, what are a few things? And I know we talked about this a little, but for those of us who are struggling right now, what are just a few things that we can start right now, right here today to just get this journey started? Um, well, first things first, you have to mentally commit to the journey period. Like you have to tell yourself, I've got to stick to this. And I would say, set a goal, set a week goal, 
even to get started. For the next week, I'm going to do these things no matter what. Okay. Okay. Um, so first of all, mentally commit. So that's number one. Cause if you're not mentally committed, if you're just doing it to, you know, put a hashtag on Instagram or Facebook, then don't even worry about it. Mentally commit. Second thing is water consumption. Every, everyone in general, this is in general, you should be drinking about half your body weight in water in ounces daily. So anybody I train, I start there. Water consumption. Water regulates weight. Um, water gives you a feeling of being full and satiated. Water helps with digestion. Water helps with everything. So a person that's 200 pounds should be drinking 100 ounces of water daily. Okay. So that's one of the first things I start with. Then secondly, um, write down what you eat for a week straight. Write down everything you eat, including snacks. Don't lie to yourself. Look <laughs> at that list. <laughs> look at that list. And then literally look at what you're putting in your body and say, where, where can I make some changes here? And I'm talking about obvious, like common sense changes. Like if you, if you have McDonald's on there three times out of the week, Start there. Eliminate that McDonald's. So you want to eat um, whole foods, not processed foods. So, for instance, like I said, if you have McDonald's on that list three times, we're going to swipe, uh, take that McDonald's off and we're going to put whole foods in place of that, in place of fast foods and processed foods, fruits, vegetables, grains. And then lastly, you're going to say, I'm going to work out this many times a week. That could be at home. There are free YouTube videos out there everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work out at home 30 minutes each for three times, you know, this week, 30 minutes each, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So that's where I would start. But it's all a commitment. It's all a process. It all goes together. It's like peanut butter and jelly. You almost can't do one without the other. I mean, you can't. If I had to pick one, I'd say start with nutrition. But if you want to meet the goals, like the woman that we all kind of see in our head that we want to look like, you're going to have to do all of it. Put it all together. Okay. Woo, child. Okay. I'm overdue. <laughs> said I'm overdue. I'm past overdue. <laughs> start with the water. Definitely the water. Oh, and water. you know what? I do that. I'm not I, that I do. I've That's even started to enjoy doing it. Yes. But now again, the is the um, for me, I think it's just being mobile. And now that, you know, I'm recovering from COVID, like, ah, yeah. oh, so now where do I start? Because what I don't want to do and Mel, I don't I hope you don't mind me asking this question because I know, you know, we're still trying to wrap up this interview. Because, you know, you're seeing articles if there's a new variant around and they're basically saying everybody eventually is going to have at one point in their life. And mm -hmm. so I know you are not a physician. I know you're you're not a nurse, but I do want to ask. So for the ones like myself that are coming out of this COVID sickness, if you will, or illness, what would you recommend us doing so that way you know unfortunately that we don't become a long hauler like I'm, I'm asthmatic as well so now I'm paying more attention you know to my oxygen levels making sure I'm doing breathing exercises and I'm like oh now I really want to start working out but I have to be careful because I don't want to overdo it so what are some recommendations even for that um and actually Melissa I had COVID January 1st Happy New Year. I had COVID. It was terrible. I was laid down for almost two weeks, lost 10 pounds. 
set, set a girl back. Um, I just started getting back into it slowly. But as soon as I was able, I honestly, I went straight to the gym. I went straight to the gym, no mask. Yes, I'm one of those people. I, as soon as I was well, I went straight to the gym. But I had to take my time building back up. So in your situation coming out of COVID, it's just going to be a matter of little baby steps. Maybe you can work, start by working out 10 minutes a day, especially with you having asthma. And I would definitely, uh, you know, speak to your doctor about what he or she would recommend. But it may be just 10 minutes a day because I know COVID is very hard on the lungs mm -hmm. and you can't just, you know, you don't, you don't want to pass out. You're not going to jump in and do an hour of running, but maybe you can get in, you know, 10 minutes of some sort of cardio a day just to start building those lungs back. But just start with baby steps. And don't mm -hmm. be frustrated because you can only do 10 minutes. Yeah. That's and the key to say, you know, this is a buildup. And, and exactly. a, you know, that month will go by so fast, you'll probably be up to 30 minutes. Okay. That's good. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I have enjoyed this so much. Like, I almost feel like we need to keep the conversation going because I think there's so <laughs> many. Definitely got to have you back. Yes. Well, there's so you. many unanswered questions I think we both yeah. have and that I know that the ones that follow us do have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to see fitness become a trend, especially in our community. You know, so many other things are trendy. We are, can be fabulous in so many other ways. I would love to see us be fabulous with our health and to raise our children better, yes. you know, than what, mm -hmm. what we were raising. And I don't put my parents down or your parents down. They did the best they could do with the knowledge they have, but I'm just a firm believer in when you, you know better, you do better. Absolutely. And, you know, we have an opportunity with all the knowledge out here to raise our children, um, not drinking sweet tea every day or Kool-Aid every day, things like that. And they can really grow up and be healthy, fuel-filled adults and pass that down, you know, for generations to come. I would love to see that. Oh, well, I tell you what, we are going to have you back for part two. So you just keep your right. calendar open. We will yes, definitely have you back. <laughs> I tell you what, to our followers and subscribers, we hope that you truly, truly enjoyed this. But real quick, Radisha, what we want for you to do quickly is just let us know where we can find you. Because we know here in the area, you are doing some absolutely wonderful and fantabulous things for us getting that hashtag fitness ready, right? So if yeah. you can tell us, we know you have classes. We know we can find you on Facebook doing some of your exercises. Yeah, you can definitely, you can find me on Facebook at Radisha Swope. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Ray Swope Fitness right now. Um, really, mainly I publicize everything through my social media, especially Facebook. Uh, I get most of my clients off of Facebook. So just hit me up on Facebook, DM me there. I'm actually currently like working on a website and all that stuff. I don't have all that launched right now. But yeah, just hit me up on Facebook. Right now I'm giving classes at Young and Established every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. 30 minute cardio classes. And like I said, I'm going to start advertising this week coming up for river classes um, down at the river on Saturday morning at 8 a.m. 30 so, minute cardio stair class. Yes. So, okay. So, so, so Radisha, for those who are not in the area, who don't mm -hmm. live in, because I don't know if we said that, but you're in Evansville, Indiana, but yes. for those who, who maybe just want to follow you um, for uh, wake uh, workout tips, is there like a specific place on your on your Facebook they can find this or do you do anything specific for those who are across the nation maybe but they want to follow Radisha and they want to follow her 
on this journey? What are you doing for your virtual folks like me? Right now, the best I could do for you is my Instagram page at Racewoke Fitness. Um, but I am working on online training. So that is in the works. I got so many things going on, ladies. I wish I had it all to give out that's, today. See, that's why we, we got to have you back. Yeah. That's why yeah. right here. But that's yeah, at Race, my, my, my Instagram page is just all fitness. That's it. Got so it. yeah, you can follow me there at Racewoke Fitness. All yes. right. Well, I think that is going to do it for us. So thank you guys for joining us. Um, and we will see you next time. All right, guys. See you. Thank you. As always, we thank our listeners for tuning in. We invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Trashed It! Exclamation point podcast. You can listen to our podcast on various podcast platforms. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Trashed It Podcast, and please chit chat with us throughout the week on our social media channels, Facebook at Trashed It and Instagram at We Trashed It.